Hello, this is Richard Wilson of the Family Office Club, and welcome to this Investor Mandate interview. I'm here today with Shane. Uh, welcome, Shane. Yeah, thanks, Richard. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. And uh, so we want to do a, a quick interview here, just hearing about um, what type of investor you are, what you're looking for in general, kind of what your day-to-day -day perspective is on investing. Sure, sure. So, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Shane, uh, I live in Calgary, Alberta, and I'm primarily a developer and uh, uh, commercial real estate investor focused on kind of infill, multifamily, service-based retail, and light industrial. Great. And what geography would you be looking for a deal flow in if we have a family that's maybe been sitting on a piece of real estate for a generation or two? They're not sure what to do with it. Or maybe someone gets access to a distressed investment right now, opportunistic, and they could use your development expertise and kind of co-GP or joint venture on a project. What would that look like? Sure. Um, so at a very high level, some of the areas that we focus on are um, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and BC, kind of Western Canada. And I've also done uh, business in Phoenix uh, or in Arizona and Texas. So Houston, Dallas um, would be kind of the, the primary locations that I've got both relationships with and uh, experience doing business. Great. And then if, uh, if someone is looking to co-GP with you or work with you, would you say that you're strongest on uh, the development side? Um, or would you say that if someone else is a developer, you have LPs if the, if the deal is great and strong that you're actually strongest on bringing some of that LP, you know, capital to the table in a deal, or is it pretty evenly balanced? In your case? Well, so when I do developments, I would say that that would be, um, I would focus locally. So primarily sure. in Alberta, uh, okay. maybe BC. Uh, if I'm going to say the US, I would be looking uh, for local expertise and connections and that's where I could likely bring in potential uh, limited partners for equity. Okay. And uh, you only do ground up development or by development, do you mean redevelopment many times, like more than half the time? Um, so when, when I'm focused on ground up development, that would be once again, locally here in Alberta. Uh, but I look at value add opportunities and a lot of that just plays into where I'm at in the market cycle. So for the past, call it uh, three years, it's been, difficult to find value-add opportunities. And so if I could develop for less than I can buy, then I'm building below replacement cost. Uh, what I would say right now, I mean, not, not to be opportunistic, it's just the reality, right? Where we're at today, if things are uh, challenging and liquidity is tight, then uh, I'm looking at maybe more value-add opportunities. Okay. And I, I know many of our listeners are much more familiar with the U.S. than Canada, but have the major U.S. cities tracked U.S. I mean, are there just as many complaints by your brethren in Canada about low cap rates and hard to find good deals in Toronto and Vancouver? I mean, I know you guys have seen enormous growth uh, from people moving into those cities. So I would guess it's a similar story there in most of those cities like Montreal, et cetera, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say uh, very, so the U.S., there's actually more uh, velocity on deals because you've got 1031s. And so you typically see, even though it's compressed cap rates, there's still um, uh, deal flow. Whereas sure. in Canada, we don't have that. And okay. so what generally happens is you've got a real consolidation of quality assets with very few, uh, very wealthy investors, you know, like uh, of size. And sure. so that's why you're seeing a lot of Canadian investors, I think, go into the U.S. 
Sure. Okay. And what's your hundred thousand dollar piece of advice? If, uh, if an investor is listening to this and they would like to save on fees, maybe they're looking to partner with a developer. Like I've got a client looking to develop some real estate that they see in a part of uh, New Jersey that they think is up and coming. Yeah. So going through that process, is going to be a first time for them sure. or just wasted time. You know, a lot of, a lot of investment teams waste a lot of time because it's their first few times going through a process. So uh, what, would, what would be your biggest piece of advice you can leave investors with? You know, uh, I, 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 I'm, I was thinking about this question and I guess the, the best pieces of, of, of advice that I could give as it surrounds $100,000 million dollar advice is uh, it's actually something that I learned uh, from Sam Zell. And that is what is the critical assumption that you are, that needs to be true for your development or your property to be successful. And so I'll give you a quick example. I was doing um, due diligence on uh, about a half acre to do an infill multifamily development. So maybe similar to what your client is looking at. And I went out into the market, talked to property managers, banks, lenders, you know, and, and, and really what I was trying to find out was what is, what is going to kill me on this deal? What's going to really, either make it a success or a failure because my costs are going to be what my costs are going to be. And really what I needed to figure out was um, is there demand and how much will they pay and how big do the units need to be? And so once I was able to figure that out, I knew that my critical assumption was $2.10 a square foot on one bedrooms, 600 to 650, two bedrooms, 875 square feet, two bed, two bath. Right. As soon as I figured that out, it was like, okay, now I could quickly go to the market and determine, am I going to be able to get rents that justify that? And um, at the end of the day, um, especially with what's going on right now, I determined that I couldn't in that location. So I needed to adjust. Sure. Sure. It makes sense. And what about within your extended family or otherwise with yourself, besides what we've talked about already, do you look for real estate tech investments? Do you do other type of angel investments? Is there any other uh, side of your investor mandate you want to share here to source other types of deals from the club? Um, you know, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, I, I try to keep it really simple, you sure. know, like, I mean, LPGP, possibly co-GP. And um, I, I try not to get into complicated waterfalls and whatnot, because for the most part, if, if it's hard to explain, then generally it's hard for someone to understand. And so I just, right. I, I just try to keep it pretty basic for the most sure. part. Sure. Okay, great. And what's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody wants to reach out? Uh, you know, you can go to my website, uh, shane.com and uh, you can download my book or subscribe to my podcast. Those are kind of a few ways to probably get in touch with me. Cool. Great. Yeah. Thanks for being here today. You bet. Thanks for Take care, Shane. You bet.